Stories of new hunters aren't often told, but I'm here to tell you mine. This is a hunter's journey. Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to another episode of A Hunter's Journey. I'm your host, Will. Um, I sincerely apologize for not uploading an episode last week. Um, I ended up getting super sick. Um, so I was getting over, I thought I had bronchitis, but I ended up not having bronchitis, just really bad congestion. And, you know, um, I didn't want to, you know, hawk a loogie on the podcast. You know, if I have to sneeze or something, I'll keep that in here. But I'm not going to hawk up a loogie on the podcast. That's just not how I'm going to do things. So I sincerely apologize for not uploading an episode last week. But I was super sick. Um, so I hope you can forgive me. And if you can't, okay. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, so we're getting back into it this week. Um, <clears throat> a few updates. Um, so... I'm still writing articles to publish on the website. Um, I'll let you know when I drop another article. There's two on there right now. One of them's about CWD. The other is about um, the American Jaguar, uh, or Jaguar, however you say it, I say Jaguar. Um, and then I want to get one on there about forest fires and a couple other things. Um, so I'm going to be trying to work on that here in the next little bit. Um, I'm probably going to start um what i want to start doing is i want to start kind of writing little pieces little articles about like the episodes if that makes sense i'm kind of i've kind of thought about it for a little bit um and like i want to do videos as well um that will you know be gear reviews that kind of stuff um but I kind of had a thought about doing like little summaries of the uh, episodes like and uploading them to the to the website and just saying, oh, this is what, you know, like giving more details than I'm able to give like on the on the podcast, if that makes sense. Not that I'm like withholding anything, but like. I don't know. I I, I kind of just had the thought a few minutes ago before I started recording this, and now that I'm saying it out loud, I don't know how it really sounds. So if you want to give me any feedback, feel free to email me or DM me or anything like that. Um, and so yeah, that's pretty much about it. Um, I want to start doing video episodes, so I'm trying to find my old camera gear for my old YouTube days, um, and if you can find my videos on YouTube, congrats to you. I will never say my old YouTube name or anything like that. Um, if you just happen to stumble across some of my YouTube videos, I've actually had two channels. Um, one I had, I was like 12, and the other one I had, you know, um, like when I was 16, 17, and 18, trying to do fishing videos. Um, so... If you can stumble across those, kudos to you, but um, I don't know that I'll be giving away the name anytime soon unless you guys really want it, but I don't think most people really care. Um, <laughs> so if you want the name, let me know, and I'll drop the names, and you can go watch them and cringe at them and, and whatever, I don't care. Um, 
anyway, I want to start doing YouTube videos on the gear I have, gear reviews, that kind of stuff. Um, I bought a new hunting backpack. I want to showcase like what gear I have in my backpack. You know, I want to showcase my guns to you guys. I want to, I want to be able to give you guys a visual kind of what, like a visual aspect of my gear that I have. Um, so you can kind of get an idea of maybe what you want. Um, so I'm, I'm still trying to work on that. So just bear with me. This stuff is coming very slowly. I'm working two jobs, um, and I've still got, I'm still in school and everything like that. So I know I've used that excuse so many times, but please bear with me for just a little bit longer. Um, <laughs> so the jumping into today's topic or this week's topic, actually, um, after kind of rambling a little bit, um, this week's topic this week, I'm going to talk about a new purchase that I just recently got. Um, it's been a purchase that's been a long time coming and a purchase that I've thought about for a long time and done a lot of research about, and I'm going to give you, <clears throat> wow, sorry, excuse me, um, I'm going to give you guys all the knowledge that I have and why I chose this specific thing that I bought um, and why why I chose it. So, um, so as you can probably guess by the title of this episode, I bought my first bow, um, and I it was such a daunting task at the beginning because I. I hadn't, I didn't know anything about bow hunting, um, but luckily co-workers from both my jobs, um, bow hunt, and I was able to ask them a bunch of questions and pick their brain, and I also got on the YouTubes and um, watched a ton of videos on there about what I'm looking for and everything like that, and um, again... I really want to start doing visual stuff like videos and stuff for you guys because I think that it would just help out a lot um, in trying to visualize what I'm talking about here because, I mean, you can only listen to me. You can't really see what I'm doing. Spotify does have an option to do video podcasts as well, but I don't have the equipment to do that. Um, I might try and do that, but I've never enjoyed – personally, I've never enjoyed video podcasting. Um, it's just like if you're going to podcast, then you may as well just make a YouTube video about it. And so I'd, I'd kind of like to keep the two separate and just, um, and just be able to create the, the content for you guys, um, both in a listening aspect and in a video aspect and a, a visual and an audio aspect, I guess is what I'm trying to say, if that makes sense. Um, so anyway. So to kind of start off, I'm going to grab the bow here. Um, so to start off, so I'm holding my bow now. I'm just going to start detailing everything. I'm going to start. I'm, I'm, I'm rubbing the strings on my bow. I'm, I, I've got my bow in my hand. I'm drawing my bow back. Like every everything that I'm doing, I'm going to start. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so anyway, I've got, um, my bow here and it was pretty reasonable. It was about $430. I bought it from Sportsman's Warehouse. Um, 
and it is a bear bow. Um, a lot of people, everybody has their own opinions about bows. Like when you talk to, when you talk to someone, you're going to find that everybody has their brand of bows that they really like. Um, my coworker at my first job, she really likes diamond bows, diamond archery. Excuse me, she has a really nice diamond archery bow. Um, a girl at my other job um, has a Hoyt bow, but that's only because her last name is Hoyt, she said. So she kind of has to. Her husband has a bear bow. Um, there's a couple of people I talk to who love Matthew's bows. Um, and so I ended up buying a bear bow. I've shot a bow since I was a little kid. I had a, uh, I had a recurve bow and it was a bear bow. And so I just, you know, kind of wanted to stick with that. And so in doing that, I, I decided to go with the bear archery legit bow. Um, it is a great bow for everyone. I mean, the way that I came to this conclusion and why I wanted to get a bear bow is bear's been around since 1933. Fred Bear is one of the most famous hunters on the planet. Um, and... So I wanted to stick with something that I knew would have the um, the tradition and the experience built within their name. Um, this isn't sponsored or anything like that, I promise. Um, I've just had really good luck with bare bows. And so that's ultimately why I decided to, to go with a bare bow. Um, so... And plus, it was in my price range. That's the thing is, Bear makes really affordable um, bows for the beginner bow hunter. And they're going to be, it's their ready-to-hunt package. It comes with a whisker biscuit, rest, and a four-pin um, illuminated sight. So you can illuminate the pins, because they're fiber optic cables, you can illuminate the pins with a little black light. Um, and it comes with a peep sight, it comes with a D-loop, everything that you need to be able to start. Um, and it's strung, everything like that. Um, quiver as well, quiver is included. Um, I forgot because I took it off my bow just to store it. Um, but it's super light, I don't remember how many pounds it is, let's see if it says on here, nope, it does not say. Um, so, and it's got a draw weight of 10 to 70 pounds. Um, I have mine currently set at 60 pounds, I believe. Um, and it is super smooth to pull back. The other bow that I wanted that was around the similar price range was the Bear Species. Um, and I ended up going with the Bear Legit because it's, a, it's what's called a dual cam. Um, whereas the bear species is just a single cam. So what a cam is, is it's the mechanisms on the bow that allow you to be able to pull that string back really far. And then when you let go, it is what has, it's what has tension on the strings. It shoots the strings forward and allows the arrow to shoot forward. 
Um, so with dual cam bow, when you come back, your let off weight, um, I believe that's what it's called, um, is how much weight. So if you have a 60 pound bow, um, you're pulling back 60 pounds. And that let off weight when you come off might be 75%. So you might be holding like 15 pounds or 20 pounds or whatever. Um, and so the let off weight with a dual cam is gonna be a, is gonna be higher than the let off weight with a single cam because you have both cams working for you. Whereas a single cam, you'll obviously only have one and there's just a wheel up at the top. So I talked to a couple of my coworkers and they were saying that dual cam bows tend to be a lot smoother and tend to be, um, they tend to give you a lot better let off weight. Um, so that, and because it has the ready to hunt package, it's got the upgraded whisker biscuit, which I'm going to change. I don't personally like whisker biscuits. I don't think they're very accurate and a lot of people don't think they're accurate, but it's a good rest to get on your bow when you first get it. Um, it's got the four pin trophy ridge sight, um, and it came with a quiver and just all strung up and ready to go. Um, so when I decided to buy this bow, I had no idea what I was necessarily getting into with bow hunting. Um, I had never bow hunted before, but I had really wanted to try it. And I'm going to try and get archery tags this year. And so I bought this bow and after that decided that I needed to get some arrows for it. I, I guess if, if I'm going to be archery hunting, I probably want to buy some arrows as well. So I'll get back to the bow in a minute. Um, but for the most part, it's a pretty simple bow. It's really lightweight. It's probably six pounds, maybe less. Um, it's not very heavy at all. Um, it's super light and I really, really, really like it. Um, so I'll get back to the bow in a minute. Um, but I'm just picking up a couple things I need here off the floor here. So the arrows that I decided to go with are called, it's by a company called Gold Tip. Um, they're some of the best arrows that you can get. Um, a lot of people hold this belief just as much as I do. And I haven't even shot them yet. Actually, I have. I have shot a couple gold tips. Um, but my coworker at my first job loves gold tips. A bunch of my coworkers at my second job love gold tips. And they're just a really great arrow. Um, so the main debate that you're going to have with arrows when it comes time for you to buy arrows is whether you want speed or velocity. Like speed and velocity or you want impact power, right? So whether you want knockdown power or speed. Um, and what I found, and in my opinion, you're gonna want speed every single time. Speed's gonna trump everything because you're going to need that speed in order to get the arrow there in an effective time frame to be able to effectively kill your target so when 
you shoot, you may have seen videos of people archery hunting, but when you shoot, you can see that the deer kind of loads up after they release the arrow for that split second before the arrow hits it. And if that deer has even a little bit more time, it can take off and you can hit it hit it in the wrong spot or get a bad shot on it. And that's the last thing you want when you're archery hunting. I'm sure it's going to happen to me. I hope it doesn't. And I pray for the day. Well, I, I, I pray that that day never comes. That's what I mean. And I'm not looking forward to when that day comes because you can't hunt and kill animals without potentially getting bad shots. It's just, a, it's just a fact. It's just going to happen. Um, so because of the draw length I have, oh, that's another thing I have to talk about here in just a sec. Draw length and the draw and the weight that I have, I went with the 300 spine gold tip velocity arrows. So they're lighter, they're stronger, and they're going to be faster than a lot of the other arrows. Arrows. What you're going to want to look at is grains per inch. This has a grains per inch of 8.8. .8. Ideally, you want to be between 8.4 and 9 if you're going for speed. Um, the gold tip velocities are built for speed, so they have a smaller knock on the back, um, and they're lighter, and they're made of a different material. Um, and the 300 spine means that it's just a, a stronger arrow spine. Um, so when you look at the spines, you'll have to... They sh there should be a chart on the back of the box, and you'll have to line up your draw length, which is going to be um, the length that you have your bow straight out in your shooting hand, and then, oops, sorry, I hit the mic with the arrow. Um, and then when you pull that string back, when it's fully extended and you have that anchor point on your nose, that's going to be your draw length. So you can measure your draw length, by putting your fist of whatever hand you're going to hold your bow with up against the wall and bending your arm slightly. You don't have to put it straight up and stretching it out. Bending your arm slightly. And then you're going to take a tape measure and you're going to put it where your hand, where your knuckles meet the wall and bring it all the way back to your nose like you're drawing your bow back. If you look up videos, you'll see what I mean. But you'll pull that tape measure right to your anchor point or a little bit past your anchor point so maybe to the corner of your mouth and then that will determine your draw length you can also measure by measuring your wingspan and dividing by like 1.5 I think there's quite a few different ways to measure your draw length just look them up and, and do all of them and see if you can get a consistent number my draw length is 30.4, I believe, and my bow goes to 31. So I just barely got underneath the wire. I'm six foot, six foot one, um, and I have a really large wingspan for my body size. I have longer arms than normal. Don't get me wrong, they're not freakishly long or anything, but I have been told that I'd be a pretty decent boxer because of my wingspan and because of the the reach I have. Um, so my draw length is going to be a little longer. And as you start getting those longer draw lengths, that's when you start having trouble finding a bow that's going to fit for you. So if you have a longer draw length, unfortunately you're probably going to have to go to an archery shop 
and spend a little bit more money on a bow that's going to have a large, a longer draw length. Um, and then draw weight is just however many pounds you want to pull back with and how much velocity you want and that kind of stuff. Um, like I said, I have my bow set at 60 pounds, and that's a pretty decent draw weight for me. So, but back to arrows. So when you choose the spine of your arrow, you're going to want to look at the chart on the back. And the length of your arrow is generally probably going to be about one and a half to two inches longer than your draw length because you'll have to have that arrow extend just a little bit um, off your rest so that you can still, so obviously it stays on your bow. You don't want an arrow that's really short. Um, so when you look at the length of your arrow and the grain that you're going to choose, I think I did a hundred grains. Um, and your draw weight, and then you come over and match your, your, um, it's just looking at a chart. So let's see, my, my length of arrow is 31, so, or 31 and a half, 32, somewhere in there. My point weight is 100 grains, so I'll use that side of the chart, and my draw weight is 60 to 64 pounds, so I just come over and boom. 300 spine arrow so I chose the 300 spine arrow because that is not going to break when I try and shoot it so um, you do want to make sure that your arrows are the correct spine otherwise it could potentially be dangerous um, so choosing arrows is pretty easy um, you just have to look at the grains per inch, determine what you want, because if you go for speed over, um, I can't remember the other word, it's not velocity, but maybe it is velocity, I can't remember, but you want to go for speed over impact power. Um, maybe if you're, maybe if you're hunting from a tree stand and shooting 30 yards, you know, you might could have impact power but I still think speed is going to trump everything because speed is going to allow that arrow to get through to that deer or elk quicker and it's going to allow that arrow to go through quicker and better because the more speed that you have the more impact power you automatically have so if you want impact power then you want to look at speed you don't want you don't want a heavy arrow because it's going to travel really slow and you might not get the penetration you want so with speed, you'll always, you should always get that penetration that you want. So I'm going for speed over impact power. Um, but like I said, you can do whatever you want. You can, it's, it's your choice on how you want to hunt and how you want to go about archery hunting. I'm just telling you what I did um, and how I came to the conclusion. So, um, with these arrows, you have to get field tips so you can practice, obviously. Then you want to get broadheads. Broadheads are where it gets interesting. Field tips, you just have to get, excuse me, you just have to get the correct weight of tips that you want. So, when you get field tips and broadheads, you want to keep them the same weight. You don't want to shoot a 100 grain uh, field tip and then switch it up to a 125 grain broadhead. Nope, you're just asking to miss and for bad shots. Um, so I got 100 grain field tips, gold tip field tip points, um, field tip points that are made by gold tip. Um, and then I have to get three more because I have six arrows, but I've got three broadheads right here. 
And the three broadheads I have are a company called Montec Broadheads. Um, I do not like mechanical broadheads. I have seen videos of them failing too many times. Um, I mean, they're great, I guess, if you're hunting whitetail, but I don't know. I think they fail too often. So I went with a fixed broadhead, and this is machined. Um, so it's a 100 grain fixed broadhead, machined broadhead. Um, so with machined broadhead, it's going to be really solid and really durable. Um, they advertise that you can resharpen these blades. Um, I don't know how true that is, just because the people that I've talked to basically say once you shoot that broadhead, just be okay with having to buy new ones because it's just going to be ruined when you get it back. So um, these are super sharp. I haven't cut myself on them yet because I've been very careful and I don't want to be stupid. Um, but they come in a pack of three. They were like 35 to 40 bucks or something like that. Um, and they're really, really nice solid broadheads. Um, so the inserts that you're going to get on your arrows are going to be thread inserts um, and your field tip points will have threads on them. Um, the broadheads will have threads on them. They're interchangeable. You just screw them in and unscrew them. You don't have to use Loctite or anything like that to keep them in there. Just make sure they're on tight. Um, and you'll be just fine. So um, with the arrows, there's not. it's not too complicated there. Um, let's see. I'm trying to... Sorry, I'm trying to get it back in the, in the box here. Let's see. I guess I could have just... There we go. Could have just left it out, but I like to do things the hard way. So, um, arrows are pretty simple. You just have to do your homework about... Um, you just have to do your homework. You can get the same exact arrows that I got if your draw length and your poundage line up. Um, so you could do that if you want to. Um, so the next thing that you get when you get a bow is very important. And it is what's called a release. Let's see, there it is. So it's what's called a release. Um, and that is what you grab. It's called a D-loop. On the back of your bow but it's what everybody has that's on their wrist all the archery hunters that have this thing on their wrist it's called a release and so you grab the D loop on the back of your bow and you hold it there and you just basically pull back with it and it um, allows you to get a really accurate shot um, because that's really the only way to hunt with a compound bow I guess um, I don't really know how to justify getting released just that you need one um so the release that i got is called a scott archery release and it is a trigger release it is not a button release i do not like the button releases mainly because they're 200 dollars. this one was like 70 bucks at sportsman's and so i like this one because it is cheap and affordable and these Scott Archery releases get rave reviews. This is made out of felt. They're not felt. Um, I don't know what it's made out of, but it's made out of leather and something else. And it is super comfortable. And 
um, it just goes right on your wrist and I it's just really comfortable the one I got specifically is called the shark 2 um, so I've heard this release is really great I haven't shot with it yet um, but I have pulled back on my bow with it and once you clip so you'll hear a little clicking sound here that's me playing with the release but once like if your release is open once you click it forward you literally can't open that mechanism unless you press that trigger back so when you get that secured onto your D loop you pull it back you pull your bow back then once you're ready to release it you press the trigger or press the yeah press the little trigger and if you it's a really hair light trigger sorry i was trying to not dry fire my bow it's a really hair light trigger i think it takes like two pounds to pull so it's super light super easy to pull back so when you're ready for that shot pretty much all you have to do is touch it and it pulls back but you can put your finger right behind it before you're ready and if you let go unless that trigger gets touched and pulled back it is not going to go back and go off so when you're ready all you'll have to do is put your finger on that release on that trigger and just pull the trigger back and it will let go of the bow and you'll be able to shoot um, releases are pretty simple it's just more or less personal preference on how you want what style you want your release everything like that um so i landed on the scott archery um shark 2 release it's really comfortable and i've heard a lot of great things about it so i'm excited to start shooting with it um so yeah i think it'll be i think it'll be really fun so that's what i got for my release um and the last thing that i got that i didn't intend to get actually but i just had the opportunity to is my manager the second place that I work at is an archery hunter as well. And his bow is a lot fancier than mine. So he has the what's called drop away rests. And so that's where when you pull your bow back, the rest pops up. And then when you let you when you fire your bow, the rest drops down, but the arrow stays in the same spot and the arrow just goes right through and um, doesn't get moved by the whisker biscuit or anything like that. Like there's nothing touching it once that bow is let go. The only thing is the string pushing it forward. Um, and after that string is let go and, excuse me, and the rest drops down, there's nothing. You could, if you were the flash, you could move your bow away and really the arrow wouldn't be too affected. Um, again, the string's pushing it forward, so it might have a little bit of an issue, but the whisker biscuit, you're not gonna be able to move it like you would the whisker biscuit because the whisker biscuit is gonna be touching that arrow the entire time. Um, so I bought this QAD rest from my uh, manager for 20 bucks, and it's usually a $70 rest um so but 
unfortunately it didn't fit on my bow so i had to contact qad and they're sending me the proper spacers for my bow which shout out qad they have been awesome to work with so hopefully i can get a spacer here pretty soon and be able to um put this on my bow because i'd love to put this drop away rest on my bow it would be awesome so anyway um that's pretty much the last thing i've got for my bow right now um i want to get a case for it um, i haven't decided if i want a hard case or a soft case yet but i'll decide at some point i'm thinking hard case because why would you ever buy a soft case so i'll probably get a hard case for it um but that is pretty much about it um i pretty much have gone over everything and like i said i really want to start doing videos and posting them on youtube so that you guys can see exactly what i'm talking about um so i going over the bow review and everything like that and, um really want to do that so i'm going to try and do that as much as as, as soon as i possibly can um, I'm not going to be at my second job for much longer. I have a research opportunity with my first job um, to do some biology research, and so that's what I. So I'm going to have to take some time and do that, so I won't be able to work on my second job anymore. But it'll give me a little more time to do some other stuff as well. Um, so anyway, I'm going to try and do videos and stuff and, and get the get that stuff out to you guys on the YouTube's. So. Anyway, um, I will be posting pictures of this bow because it is freaking awesome, and I love it, and I'm so excited to go shoot it. Um, I've shot it already, actually, but with my arrows and the re release and everything, I'm excited to go shoot it. Um, so, anyway, but that's going to bring us to the end of this episode. So, I appreciate all you guys listening. I appreciate all you guys who are following the podcast. Um it's awesome to see how many people are following the podcast. It truly is. Um, the service I go through, Anchor, it's free for, for Spotify. That's how I get this podcast on Spotify. Um, there's a new feature on there that lets me see how many people are actually following, how many people listen to my podcast every week and everything like that. And um, it's really cool to see the growth that this podcast has. Um, and it's it's insane to me. So I really appreciate all of you guys for, for tuning in. Um, I really do. I do this because, um, I know, I, I know I say this at least once every episode and I apologize if it gets annoying, but I want everybody to know that I, I do this to help new hunters and, and people who are, you know, just getting into this whether you're a teenager or whether you're in your 20s or 30s or your 50s like whatever age you may be um like hunting is for everyone so i'm making this so that i can help maybe give people a little bit of advice of some things to to kind of think about um so i hope if it's helped at least in a little bit um i hope that um I hope that it's helped at least a little bit and if it has then my job is done you know my i've i've completed my goal so but i will obviously keep going and keep making episodes because you guys can't get rid of me that easily so <laughs> um 
Well, seriously, I really appreciate everyone who listens every week, um, or even if you just listen once, or this is the first time you're listening, or if you just happened upon this podcast just once. I really appreciate you guys listening. So anyway, I'm going to stop being so gushy-gushy. And um, yeah, so that's going to bring us to the end of this episode. Thank you guys for listening. And until next time, make sure to stay safe while you're out in the woods, while you're out on the ice especially. We've had a few people go through and die this year. Unfortunately, it's really sad. It happens every year, unfortunately. Um, So stay extra safe while you're out on the ice. Um, But respect your fellow hunters and anglers, and we will catch you guys on the next episode. Have a good one. Thanks, everyone.